What is going on, friends? Thank you for joining us for the New Vision Podcast. We here at New Vision believe that the gospel transforms lives. So we're going to take an opportunity to open up God's word and see what he has to say so that we can take the best next step to become more like Jesus. Hey, it's another New Vision Podcast. Cloud with you here. We're getting back into our book study of 1 Peter. And uh, I'm, I'm going to be picking up again in chapter two. And just want to encourage you, if you didn't listen to yesterday's or if you haven't listened to any of these, it'd be a great idea. You got time on your commute. Just kind of put them in your queue and keep listening to them. But uh, yesterday's episode specifically is kind of, you know, really making a lot of the same points that follow into what Peter's going to say today. There, Yesterday, I'll just re- recap this quickly, but check that out if you have a chance. Yesterday, he's talking about how, hey, we should honor the government. And it was like, what? What about this? And what about that? We have these bad governments. And, you know, for for Peter to say in in chapter 2, verse 17, you know, honor the emperor, and then he himself was killed by Nero, you know, his Nero's persecution and uh, just the craziness that all all the things Peter's asking and, you know, we're being commanded to do as Christians, it's so much more profound when you learn the historical context. And so we talked a little bit about that yesterday, that, hey, Christians, you're called to serve the emperor. You're called to honor the emperor. Um, And so yesterday you can get into the details of that. But today we're going to continue on with a very similar point that Peter's making. And so we're going to be picking up 1 Peter 2, verse 18. And uh, this is, I'm actually going to read the NIV today and probably going to read the ESV after that if I have time, but be kind of looking at the ESV for the points. Um, it's good to go back and forth and kind of compare and contrast why certain uh, translation committees pick certain words and all that. And so, anyways, this is 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 18, and I'm reading out of the NIV. Slaves, in reverent fear of God, submit yourselves to your... Ma- okay, I stopped. <laughs> I, and I picked the NIV for that reason because it says here in verse 18, slaves, and it was like, what? You know, why are we talking about slaves like that? And, you know, our minds immediately go to our, our, our you know, American history and our context of that word and um, def- definitely got some baggage that comes with that. And so I will pause and again say, and you're like, dude, get on with it. Uh, the ESV translates that servant, uh, and it's, it's from the Greek word uh, doulos, which it can be translated either slave or servant. And if you want to know more about this, I'd, we did a podcast Man, it's almost a year ago now, but Exodus, uh, when we were going through our Exodus series on Exodus Day 41, Exodus Day 41, if you want to go back and listen to that, we talk about slavery and why we see it in the New Testament, some some more nuance of that where it's like, why is this being taught? You know, isn't slavery wrong? And anyways, long story short, uh, I do like the, the translation servant here in this context because that's kind of what was going on in Rome at the time is more indentured servitude. Um and so uh, the ESV translates it for us and skips this step. Um, but again, go back and check out Exodus Day 41 if you want to learn more about that and uh, the, the profound way that the word slave is used in both the Old and New Testament. Anyways, <laughs> a point for another day. So let's actually read the text. Cloud, get on with it. <laughs> so First Peter chapter 2, verse 18. Um, Slaves, in reverent fear of God, submit yourselves to your masters not only to those who are good and considerate, but also to those who are harsh. For it is commendable if someone bears up under the pain of unjust suffering because they are conscious of God. 
but how is it to your credit if you receive a beating for doing wrong and endure it? But if you suffer for doing good and endure it, this is commendable before God. To this you are called, because Christ suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you should follow in his steps. He committed no sin, and no deceit was found in his mouth. When they hurled their insults at him, he did not retaliate. When he suffered, he made no threats. Instead, he entrusted himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the cross so that we might die to sins and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed, for you were like sheep going astray. But now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. And again, that was the NIV. I think we got a little time. I'm going to read the ESV translation real quick. Be subject to your masters with all respect, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the unjust. For this is a gracious thing when, mindful of God, one endures sorrows while suffering unjustly. For what credit is it if, when you sin and are beaten, you endure? But if, when you do good and suffer for it, you endure, this is a gracious thing in the sight of God. For to this you have been called, because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in his steps. He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was reviled, he did not revile in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree, that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. For you were straying like sheep, but have now returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. And so, you know, Obviously, the you know, he says slaves, ESV translates it servants. The practical application in 2021 is okay, this is employees and employers. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, we can skip that step and say, all right, this is we can read it and you know, apply it that way. Um, but you know, we always aware of this is written to the original audience in Rome when you know it was different back then and it was an agrarian culture, and you know, is uh, I, I'm not fully read up on all the laws and stuff, but, um, long story short, it's like, Hey, why is Peter, you know, endorsing slavery here? Well, he's not endorsing slavery and the Bible doesn't, I think it, you know, it records, it doesn't necessarily endorse it. And, and again, this is not the same, you know, owning a human being slavery that we had in early American history. I'm sure there was some of that going on. <laughs> of course, we saw that in the old Testament that, that Israel was in that kind of a slavery in Egypt. But the point is, like we saw yesterday, if someone like Peter can say something like what well, he did to Nero, who's the most ter- one of the most terrible, you know, emperors uh, for Christian persecution that we've seen, how much more so can we say it here of, you know, employees and employers or indentured servants and their masters. So anyways, the point is it's like employees and employers and so we'll just cut straight to that application. And so we, I have a couple things just lumped as we see, you know, a few of these verses together. So the first point is like, obviously, what are we supposed to do? Here's your takeaway. It's practical. Hey, honor your boss, your, your, your master, your employee, um, you know, your principal, 
you know, that kind of a thing. Like who, who is in a position of authority over you? We saw yesterday, it's not just the government, but we, we have bosses and masters and those kind of thing here in 2021, whatever that looks like. And so, and, and again, yesterday we saw even the bad ones. And it says that here in verse 18, not only to the good and gentle, but also to the unjust. And so, um, we, we live in America and we, we have so many, you know, employment and, and, you know, human resource type laws and regulations and stuff that, you know, it's really not the same as it was during Roman rule. Uh, but you know, we have, we have it good in, in general. And so, uh, you know, I can't really speak from experience on this, but I know, and I don't want to be insensitive. A lot of people, you know, you listen to this podcast, and you're like, man, you don't know what I go through at work. And, you know, I, I work at this whatever place and you just, my boss is such a jerk and you won't believe what they do to us and that, that kind of stuff. And I've heard those stories and I don't want to be insensitive to that. And I think the text really applies to this. And so if you're listening and you're like, man, I, my boss is just a jerk, take heart in this verse where it says like, honor your, your master, not only to the good ones, but also to the unjust. And, and you should just take a sigh right now and, and take a breath and be like, ah, oh, okay. So if they can write that in, in the 60 ADs in some, some really crazy circumstances, and we saw yesterday people like Nero, how much more so can I submit to my boss, who's a jerk, in whatever way? And so we can, we can take heart in that. So that's, that's a practical, like, what are you supposed to do? What are you supposed to honor your master? Well, that's hard. <laughs> and then he kind of goes into some details on that. Um, well, all right, what's your part in this? Number, number two, I wrote, don't play the victim don't compound bad management with bad behavior. Um, you know, don't ask for it. We, in verse 20, it, it, Peter says, for what credit is it if when you sin and are beaten for it, you endure? And so, you know, it's not like your boss is beating you or something, but let's say you get a, you know, a write-up or slap on the wrist or, or something like that. You get a, a dressing down, a talking to, you know, like, man, I, what the heck was that? Like, you, you know, and if you didn't do anything wrong, then they're a jerk, right? But what what I've seen is a lot of times we go around asking for it. Um, I, I remember at my last job, there was this younger guy, you know, he's a teenager, 20-something-year-old. And, uh, he, dude, he was just an like just a jerk. And uh, he was always getting into confrontations with supervisors and mouthing off to the manager. And just, he was just asking for it, man. Like he didn't, he didn't get along with people and he was just cruising for a bruise and, and they didn't like him. It was pretty obvious and he got fired. And what they did was like, they, uh, they found a bunch of his infractions the things that he'd actually done wrong that cost the company money. And they added them all up and they were like, Hey, you know, three strikes you're out, like whatever strike it was. And they, they fired him. And, and that was the reason they gave. Now the truth was like a lot of our, his coworkers has had, had similar infractions that the company, you know, f for obvious reasons overlooked. Like, you know, they don't just fire everybody who had done some of these exact same infractions, but they didn't like this guy. So they fired him. And so like, he, I, I mean, that is what it is. Like it, it, that happens. And so he can be like, man, they're so unfair. Like everybody else said that, but I mean, that's just what it was. And so Peter kind of shows us that what credit is it? You know, you can have this like victim mentality and say, well, they did this to me. Like, but for what credit is it? If you sin and are beaten for it, you endure. I mean, so, so don't play the victim and don't compound bad management with your own bad behavior. 
Um, and so there's another practical takeaway. So we're honoring our masters. We're not playing the victim. And then number 21, uh, through the end, really, this is the, where the rubber meets the road. It's Christ is our example, you know, and it's talking about what he did for us. Like, why can we endure people like Nero or my jerk boss or whatever it is? It's because, well, Christ did that times a billion. Like, look what he did for you in verse 21. It's like we can follow in his footsteps in some small way. We're not to atone for the sins of mankind, but because of Jesus and what he atoned for us and, you know, he we're now in relationship with him and, and our sin, our sin has been taken care of because he was sinless, then therefore we can follow in his example. And so at the end of the day, all this is stuff that we all probably know, but we need to be reminded of it continually over and over and over again. You know, for to this you have been called because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example. And so that's our takeaway. We need to imitate Christ. Christ is our example because he's our Savior. And so I'll, I'll close out with verse 25. For you were straying like sheep, but now have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. And so when you think, hey, my boss is this, my my work is this, whatever, like, you know what? That stinks. That's a bad deal. You know what your biggest problem is? Your sin before a holy and righteous God. But guess what? Jesus took care of that. Now, enjoy of that and, and rejoicing in that. Honor your boss, even the bad ones and show off Jesus to the culture, show off his grace and his glory. And I hope that encourages you and you have a great day and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Thank you for joining us today for the New Vision Podcast. We hope that you have heard a word from the Lord and that you can better walk today in light of God's word. To find out more information about New Vision, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram at New Vision Life or look us up online at newvisionlife.com. And as always, we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.